0: Launched his company Skyhive, uh, back several years ago. Again, helping, uh, really, it's, like, it's almost like competency discovery tool, right? Helping teams understand who to promote, what skills they need to promote, or if you're looking for a job helps you really, um, hone that process in as well. Today they've scaled about 17 customers. They're doing about 85 ish grand per month up from nothing a year ago. They just launched a uh, pricing about five, six months ago. Cash flow negative today. They raised 1.5 million bucks. So are going to be profitable in Q3 of 2019. Uh, they've got about 14 people in Vancouver. Too early to talk about unit economics, most of their growth coming from their singular university network uh, and that first contract and word of mouth uh, coming from uh, the Canadian government via their innovation program called Ideas. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sean Hinton. He's the founder and CEO of Skyhive, a Canadian technology company that applies machine and deep learning to discovering revolutionary efficiencies in the movement of human capital. Sean is a future of work thought leader and passionate about applying Skyhive's technology to support the workforce's most at-risk populations. Sean, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. Okay, so b- break this down for us. I mean, tell me, tell me exactly what the company does and maybe a customer story.
1: Sure. So uh, two years ago, I was uh, president of a large manufacturing company here in Vancouver. Uh, we had a $250 million top line, 500 employees, 23 global offices. And uh, I came to the realization through a series of events that I really didn't know what my workforce was capable of. And what I mean by that is I, I would look around my office and I and I knew the people that were hired and, and for the jobs that they were hired. But w- were they actually really uh, working to their true capability? And so I started to to look around and and realize that this was uh, sort of a systemic problem that, that that we understand our level but not at a at a deep level and so. Um, what skyhive does is it takes uh, it uses machine learning deep learning to extract the skills uh, uh, from people extract the skills required from jobs and then we apply data science to finding efficiencies and correlations so the idea is is that you're compressing the amount of time it takes to move people from one job to the other or to acquire people uh, you know for new jobs in, within your company um, but it also supports learning and development for people so they can get a sense of what skills do i actually have and how do they apply to my company So a good use case is we're working with a a large German auto manufacturer, and they have a a strategy that goes out from uh, now until 2023. They have a skill set that they require in 2023 and a skill set that they have today. Obviously, the uh, world of auto manufacturing is changing considerably with uh, going away from combustible engines and going towards sort of autonomous vehicles. And so uh, it's going to be a very different world in 2023. And what we're able to do is we're able to inventory the skills that are required uh, then inventory the skills that are in place now, and find direct pathways to getting those folks upskilled and ready for the changing needs of the company.
0: So is this, I'm a little confused, is this something, a tool that a company would use to help advancement of their own employees, or is this something that a recruiter would use to help place employees in the first place?
1: So the application uh, is twofold. So it's within a company, within a large enterprise, and uh, the the, the tool can be used to find people... uh, Out in the world that you want to come in and and work with you with a particular skill set, but it's mainly focused on looking at large enterprise workforce efficiency um, opportunities and and learning and development opportunities. And
0: Sean, is is the revenue model for you? Is it a pure play SaaS company? Absolutely. Okay. So, I mean, give me a general sense. What's the customer going to pay you per month or per year to access this tech?
1: So the, the customer would be looking at somewhere around 5000 a month for uh, full team access. And, and that would be both an admin license as well as uh, an employee user flow as
0: well. Okay. And you'd say that's a fair average of your current base is about five grand a month? Yeah. Okay, great. And put this on a timeline for us. When did you launch?
1: Uh, we launched Alpha uh,
0: last April. And that's then how we, I know uh, you're a developer, by the way. Uh, when you have Alpha launches. yeah. Okay, developer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not a developer at all, actually. I'm on the business side. But, oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, So we launched Alpha last year and then uh, launched beta in June of this year.
0: So 2017 launch, uh, Alpha, beta this year in June. And how many customers have you scaled to to date?
1: Uh, Right now we're working with 17 uh, large enterprise customers.
0: Okay, 17. And I mean, so how did you close those deals? How did you get the first one?
1: Uh, We were really fortunate that we were uh, completely inbound up until this point. And um, our first client was the uh, Canadian military. And so we were awarded uh, shortly after our beta launch a uh, Department of National Defense contract. And that, that obviously lends a lot of credibility to the company with respect to stability and, and security, et cetera.
0: How, I mean, so how does a government organization trust a brand new startup with no customers and award them a $5,000 a month grant or customer contract? How did you win that?
1: So that, that contract's a little, little bit different. It's, uh, it would be more than 5,000 a month, but, uh, the Canadian government, um, has implemented a new innovation program called Ideas. And uh, the idea is, for ideas, that they would go out and solve some of their innovation challenges working with new Canadian startups and and innovative technology companies. And so we were fortunate to be uh, four of 600 companies uh, that were awarded, one of four of 600 companies that were awarded uh, their initial
0: contracts. So was it a grant
1: it's um, it's not quite a grant. It's a, it's a program where they're actually investing in growing the company and operationalizing it over time. And so we go through a process of basically stage gate development where we're proving concepts and milestones along the way. And uh, as long as we're doing that, that that contract and program continues to grow. But
0: Sean, what, what is the con- are they on your cap table? I don't understand. Are they a customer? Are they on your cap table? Are they an investor? Is it a grant? Are they a bank? What's the form factor of that money they're giving you?
1: they are a customer through uh, a government project. So, you know, not quite a grant, but, but a government contract.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So 5,000 a month on average, 17 customers that puts you at about 85 grand a month right now in revenue. Is that about right?
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, why would that not be accurate? Is it higher, lower, or what would change that?
1: No, no, you're,
0: you're pretty much, okay. you're pretty much in the ballpark. Yeah. And going back a year, you'd be
1: zero, right? Going back, five months we'd be zero. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So look, I mean, this is, this is, this is healthy growth. I mean, landing 17 folks paying five grand a month like is not easy. Tell me about the second customer.
1: Uh, second customer was a uh, research project that we're doing with a local university uh, here in British Columbia, and uh, what we're looking at there are the key drivers um, that support women into the uh, workforce, and so it's a gender uh, gender equality project that so we're working. So
0: on. that's almost like a, like they're paying you five grand a month to get access to basically your research. Yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah. And our and our machine learning capability. Yeah,
0: will they keep paying after the research is done? Like, is it is this actually sticky revenue? That particular
1: project is is a one-off, but the, the, the military project is a long-term project for okay.
0: us. Have you had any churn to date? No. It's okay. So it's too early, really, to be looking at churn and stuff. Yeah. So tell me about kind of how you funded this to date. So have you bootstrapped or raised capital?
1: So we bootstrapped uh, when we got to the point of completing Alpha, and then we went out and uh, raised a seed round. Uh, we were fortunate to oversubscribe that round, and that was with uh, basically friends and family, direct investors.
0: Okay. So how, how much was the seed? Uh,
1: that was just over a million and a half Canadian.
0: Oh, great. Okay. So did you end up doing, uh, I mean, was that a convertible note or do you sell equity? That was equity. Okay. Oh, you did, you did equity right off the bat. Why, why, why go through the stresses of setting evaluation? Why not do a convertible note on the beginning?
1: Uh, I had a, a team of very experienced uh, investors that, that that came in and, um, you know, we made the decision collectively that uh, it wasn't that difficult to get us to uh, an equity valuation. Uh, in addition to that, we had some conditions. Wait, hold on, hold on, on. Sorry,
0: Sean. Why is that, that? That would be, there's no data to go off of. How would that be easy, getting a valuation?
1: Um, it, it, was easy in the sense that it, there was a, a middle point for us that we could all agree on with in our, uh, we had some incentives in our term sheet that looked at, uh, you know, penalties if we didn't hit a certain valuation in the next round, et cetera. So, um, so it was quite reasonable
0: Yeah, yep. and innovative. Yeah. Um, talk to me about team today. How many folks are on the team?
1: Uh, so we have a full-time team of 14 mm-hmm. and then
0: we outsource
1: some development.
0: Everyone in Vancouver? Yes. Okay, that's great Vancouver. And I assume you're probably still burning cash investing in the product. So you're your cash flow negative at this point or are you profitable?
1: Uh, cash flow negative.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So when you raised, how much runway are you raising for? How many months does that buy you, you think?
1: Uh, at that time we were raising for 18 months. Uh okay. obviously, we, we had um in our use of funds document, we we had a an 18-month roadmap that looked at the implementation of enterprise in Q1 Q2 2019. And so we got but um, a whole bunch of um, demand from enterprise uh, around the time of our public beta, and uh, that sort of compressed our operations plan. So we're uh, having the problem that I understand is a good problem that all startups want to have, which is uh, compressing two phases of an operations plan
0: into one. When will you be cash flow positive? Uh, we're hoping to be cash flow positive uh, Q three. 2019. 2019. Yeah, that's great. Very good. Um, And talk to me about, I mean, have you, besides you being the closer you are and going and selling these, the Canadian government and school systems and things, I mean, do do you know, can you spend money to make money? Do you know what your, like your CAC is?
1: Um, we, like I said, now the majority of what we do is inbound. And so through, uh, discussions on future of work, we, we're also a portfolio company of Singularity University Ventures. Ah, uh, okay. And, um, they have a strong corporate innovation network, um, that's led us into uh, a variety of different discussions and relationships in the Bay Area. Um, that's really helped us with respect to getting in front of, uh, corporate, uh, clients and, and innovation partners.
0: Yeah. When we're, when we're going to share that little detail. Yeah. That's obviously a powerful network to be tied into when you go through their, their program, is there a cash component to that or no? It's just advisory. It's advisory. It is advisory. But they, they take equity, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, good. So, pro- too early to really talk about CAC stuff. That's not something you're, dial- you're not dying up spend right now to drive growth. It's really just using the singular university connections, your own connections, and word of mouth.
1: Yeah. And since um, since June, we've been able to establish a a pretty strong network in the Bay Area. And so we have other relationships as well uh, on top of Singularity that uh, great folks that we work with down in California.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Have you looked at I mean, as you look to fuel like additional growth, have you looked at kind of unconventional means that wouldn't dilute you like venture debt or no?
1: Uh, not at this point. Um, we are looking at, uh, we, we are looking at that for, for sort of Q1, Q2 of next
0: year. Yeah. What do you dislike or like about venture debt? Um,
1: typically it's the, the valuation cap, um, is something that makes me a little, a, a little nervous just in terms of,
0: wait, all right, Sean, one second. Sorry. Venture debt usually is, it doesn't, it's not a convertible. It doesn't have a cap on it. There's no, there's no component of that.
1: Oh, you're talking about straight up debt.
0: Well no, it's not de- it's not there's no personal guarantee. It's not bank debt. It's venture it's venture debt, which are you familiar with that model at all? No, you could explain uh maybe oh, no. You could explain. No, no, it's okay. If you're not thinking about it, there's no there, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But but I mean, it's essentially it's essentially a non-dilutive way to get capital. Uh that's that doesn't require personal guarantees but also doesn't dilute you. There's no cap, there's there's no equity component. It's basically they'll they'll fund you up to like 4 or 5x your current monthly recurring revenue you pay that back over 3 to 5 years there's like a 1.3 to 1.5x repayment cap but it's a good way to drive growth in a non-dilutive way if you know how to spend cash to make more
1: yeah i've had some preliminary discussions with some groups out of toronto that are that are providing this type of model um, like espresso
0: I, I, capital is one of them probably yeah exactly yeah.
1: and and we just haven't gone down the path of thinking about it yeah. uh, at this point yeah
0: yeah interesting very good um let's uh let's wrap up here with the famous 5 number 1 what's your favorite business book
1: Uh, seven habits
0: of highly effective people. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now?
1: Oh, everyone, everyone's the same answer. I would think Elon, Elon is one.
0: Number three, uh, what billing tool do you use? Billing tool? Yep. Uh, Stripe. Stripe. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: (laughs) About three and a
0: half to four. That is, Sean, that is not healthy. That is not healthy at all, Nathan. Why do you sleep so little? I've got stuff to do. We're hustling man. Oh, We're come hustling. on. But, yeah. But you can, you can, you can get more done if you're well rested. I, I gotta be
1: honest. I, I'm not a guy who slept a lot anyways before I started this thing. So that just gives me an excuse now to stay awake. Okay.
0: Tonight. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, married with kids. Yeah. How many kiddos? Uh, two twin boys. Oh, wow. Okay. So two twins. And how old are you? Uh, for me, I'm 38, 38. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh,
1: that sleeping more than three and a half to four hours a night was a good thing
0: guys sleep more if you can help it again launched this company skyhive uh back several years ago again helping uh really it's, like, it's almost a like competency discovery tool right helping teams understand who to promote what skills they need to promote or if you're looking for a job helps you really um, hone that process in as well today they've scaled about 17 customers they're doing about 85 ish grand per month up from nothing a year ago they just launched a uh, pricing about five six months ago cash flow negative today they raised 1.5 million bucks so they are going to be profitable in q3 of 2019 they We've got about 14 people in Vancouver, too early to talk about unit economics. Most of their growth coming from their singular university network uh, and that first contract and word of mouth uh, coming from uh, the Canadian government via their innovation program called Ideas. All right, Sean, thanks for taking us to the top.
1: Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate the time.